Super Duty Tough Work. Good morning. Yeah. Early morning edition. We are here. Magnificence. The logic. Morning to our loyal listeners across the globe. Because we're not just an Ohio podcast. Mm hmm. We're not just a United States podcast. Right. We're not just a Columbus or Midwest podcast. We are a global phenomenon. <laughs> Super duty, tough work. You know, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. You know, how you doing today, sir? I'm good, man. You know, good. Can't, can't complain. Uh, you know, it's kind of early. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you're not. I'm it's sorry. all good. It's all good. <laughs> Yo, I've been, um, last couple months, I've been record shopping pretty hard, like, like November, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. uh, you know, set uh, what October, November, December. Yeah, you know, did a little bit for my birthday. Man, I got so much heat, man. Yeah, I got so much stuff. You inspired again? A little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like just yeah, listening yeah. to the records. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I put a record on, it's like ah, I did good. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Now that's. I mean, you in between albums, that's always a good thing. Like, once you, like, if you don't know what you're doing in your next record, first place I start is just listening to music. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. I ain't even really been taking samples. I just yeah. been listening to the records. You don't have to. Yeah, and just, when it's just time. hearing stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's an underrated part of being an artist. Is is just, people think being an artist is all about creating. It's like, now nah, sometimes you got to stop making shit and just listen. Yeah. Develop your I'm ear. Been. Figure out where you want to go next and kind of just uh, and just go with the flow instead of, you know, having this thing about, oh, I got to make, I got to make shit, I got to make. Just listen to something. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's dope. That's dope. You know, um, this week we're talking about albums. We're talking about making things. You know, this week I, I had the thought, you know, after, after the last year of having like zero time. Mm-hmm. You know, to to really work on music until maybe the last three months, three or four months, you know. But I went a good year before I worked on anything. And then maybe since like September, October, I started kind of getting back into the swing of things. It started making me realize that there's a lot of reasons why people don't finish albums. Right. Some they control, some they don't. But uh, I thought this would be a good time to to speak to our fellow artists out there about you know maybe these projects that you have that are not getting finished to all my prolific people who finishing your artwork and getting it out in a timely manner you probably know a lot of this stuff Mm -hmm. you've probably worked through all of these challenges but this episode is for all the people who have an album or project that is just not getting done and you may not know exactly why but we're going to hit you with a lot of bullet points this evening 10 bullet points in the chamber. We ain't had 10 bullet points in a minute. <laughs> I know. I know. Who's is catching a lot of straight bullets this week? <laughs> some innocent bystanders might get some bullets. We got enough for everybody. Yeah. Anybody wants to smoke, we got some bullet points for you this week. <laughs> you know, we got 10 of them things. And uh, we talking about why albums don't get finished. And uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. 
We got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping the culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come closer I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry, but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info, but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work With your host Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. We are back, folks. Super Duty Tough Work, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. This week, we're talking about why albums don't get finished. Why you artists not finishing your albums, huh? What's wrong with you, son? Where your album at, son? That's what we're talking about this week, man. And so we want to get it started with number one. These are not in order of uh, priority or anything like that. These are just 10 real reasons. Although the last two do hit hella hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start with number one reason. Albums don't get finished. And that is no songwriting process. By that, I mean this. Many of you have the desire to finish an album to make one to see it released your problem is that you don't know how to write a song yet and by how to write a song i'm not talking about like um how to sit down how to write raps how to sing you may know how to how to draw you may know how to paint but the the thing is how to finish a song is a different thing it requires a system it requires a process. Now, I would tell you what that process is, but here's the thing. Everybody's process is different. Right. And you learn your specific songwriting process through doing what? Writing a lot of songs. The more songs you write, the easier it becomes to write songs. Mm-hmm. The easier it becomes to say, I like to write my songs like this. So there was periods in my times where I would write whole songs you know uh on on a notepad mm-hmm. i'd sit down they'd all be there i know you were big on the books i'd have period some guys write songs they don't they don't even need beats you're you always were good at that with the poetry stuff and then I, you get with me and we had beats and then we, that was our collective process mm-hmm. and we fleshed the song out that way now i'm the kind of guy now where i don't write unless i got a beat already yeah i'm there now you know, like I have no extra bars. I have no extra songs, but I've been that way for about 10 years. I, longer than that. I've been that way since maybe 2006, 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. I stopped having rhymes laying around. And at that point, it just became, what's the beat sound like? What does it make me feel? I write then and there and I live with it. But I learned these things about myself over time through writing songs. 
through putting myself in an environment where I just write. And every time I write, I'm I'm studying, I'm learning my process. Say, oh, you know what? I wrote much faster yesterday when I did this. I'm much better when I'm alone. I'm much better when I'm in this room. I'm much better when I have these kind of beats. When a beat's formatted like this, it's easier for me to write. When it's formatted like that, it's harder for me to write. You know, um, things of that nature, when I have a concept in mind, or if I write about what I'm going through, I'm better. If I write about something I see here and I'm better, right? So it's like, all of these things are part of my process. They may not be a part of yours, but what I'm saying here is that you can't finish an album until you have a system for songwriting in place. It works for you. Yeah, it's much easier to get in a groove when you have a routine. You know, when you start to create a routine where you're creating, then it's much easier to get in that place and you know, like we say, writers write. It's much mm-hmm. easier to get in that place to just sit down and write and not have to, you know, have the temperature be the correct thing and mm-hmm. all these extra external the feng shui gotta place. be right. Yeah, like it's a much easier <laughs> once you get into a routine and you have a process down. Yeah. But in order to create that process, like you said, you have to do it. You have to practice. You have to do it over and over and over again. The way you get good at doing something is practicing it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to create a process that allows you to write songs faster, allows you to finish projects faster, then you need to practice. You know what yep. I'm saying? You need to get, get that down so you can create your routine and you understand how best you write. Yes. Well said. Yeah. I, li- I like to think of it as like, it's like a golf swing, right? Mm-hmm. Like most people are bad golf players because they don't have no swing. Their swing is yeah. terrible. And until you refine your swing, you can't refine your results. But how do you refine your swing? Like swinging a lot, learning the proper technique and doing it so much that it just feels natural. That your body movements, everything about it is natural. You have a natural swing that works. You, songwriting is no different. You can't expect to get consistent results if you don't refine your fucking swing, which is your songwriting process. That's number one. Number two, reason. Albums don't get finished. And this kind of goes without being said, but we're going to say it anyway. No deadline. Mm. Look, I'm all for just making shit. Just to make shit. I'm very much that way with production. When I make beats, I'm just making beats. I'm following where the music takes me. I'm not sitting down like, I'm going to make a beat tape. I'm going to make a production album. I'm going to make beats for my next album. When it comes to beats, I'm more like, okay, the music kind of dictates that, the source material. You have, to, you have to make the ideas, although I do have a process for making beats. I don't have deadlines associated with making beats. I just want to be making them as much as possible when I'm in that mode. However, when it comes to making an album, you better have some dates. Yeah. You, you better have at least a target. If it's 2023, and you want something out, you need to be telling yourself, okay, for my record to come out in 2024, I need everything to be in place by November 23. Yeah, at least. At least, right? I need a few months to get everything together, you know, the paperwork or the the promo, the artwork, the campaign, the music, the video content. I need all that together a few months early. You need a date. But if you never set a date, your album is never going to have the kind of urgency that you need to get it out there. 
And I think the lack of setting dates, just because it's artwork, just because it's art and music, guys are comfortable not having no dates. Yeah, no date, no accountability. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have a deadline, then you're not accountable to anything. Therefore, if you don't work on your project, you know, for two weeks, you don't, it's, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no deadline. Yep. You know, so you can allow yourself a lot more leeway and give yourself a lot more excuses to not have your stuff done because you don't have a deadline. You don't have a date when certain things have to be in. You know it's what true. I'm saying? So it's much easier to to escape the uh, the weight, you know what I'm saying, of that project when you don't give yourself a deadline. Yeah. And, and I, I think a lot of cats do that almost subconsciously. They don't mm-hmm. like to set dates because they know that once they do, they're accountable to that. Yep. And uh, but but here's the truth is that you'll never finish a record without that. Yeah. And don't tell and don't tell your 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 your, uh, your fans a date. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> They're really accountable. <laughs> yeah. The pressure is on. Yeah. You know, shit. Sometimes I think some guys, a lot of guys would be better off telling their fans dates. Yeah. They would be better off be like, hey, look, I'm working on it. Something dropping at the end of this year. Yeah. The end. And then, yeah. you know, people going to ask you about it because you're accountable yeah. to it now. Uh, but guys ain't doing that, you know? So yeah, no deadline, set a deadline, you know, even if it's, uh, not down to the day, let's say, look, this record needs to be done by this fall. It's January, February, you know, it gives me seven, eight months to kind of get it knocked out so I can get out next year or whatever. And that will actually get your album done a lot more than like just sitting around hoping that shit falls into place and hoping that you write some dope. Nah, set a deadline. Then you can make a plan. Then you can get it done. Number two. Okay. Number three reason albums do not get finished is no skin in the game. Mm. What does that mean, Prince? (laughs) This means that you ain't invested nothing. This means you don't have nothing at stake. That means that in a world full of people who are buying microphones, lighting, nice cameras, Hello, nice camera. To achieve their dreams and make their their product uh more like successful, more professional, you do the opposite. You've decided that you can achieve your dreams without investing anything. You don't want to risk putting up money for something that you don't know about. So you're always cutting corners, looking for the easy way out. Asking everybody to hook you up for the free instead of the fee. Mm-hmm. You, my friend, have no skin in the game. Mm. And because you have no skin in the game, your project will never get finished. Yeah, because you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> if you ain't invested no money, hardly no time, yep. you don't care if it gets done or not. Straight up. But if you dropped a couple grand on that new MIDI controller just Hello. for this record, you yep. know what I mean? You you might do you might make some music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Highly likely you're gonna make some. <laughs> yeah, it's highly because you gotta get that money back. Yep. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Yeah, there's a lot of people who who fail due to the no skin in the game and they don't even know it. Like mm-hmm. they've they've kind of turned themselves into hobbyists and they can't figure out why they can't get over this hump. Yeah. 
and why certain people don't take them seriously. Trust me, the people who take themselves seriously, who got skin in the game, they know that you bullshit. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so you can see it. You can see it. You're like, he ain't serious. Nope. He playing. Nope. Yeah. So when you so when you try to get something from them or work with them or collab with them or uh, hire them, they know you're not playing. Mm-hmm. You be trying to get the hookup all the time, man. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You haven't invested a dime in your fucking career. When it's time to put out music, you ain't. You ain't got no content. You ain't got no music video. You ain't got no. You don't have no way to shoot nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way forever. All you got is whatever talents you bring to the table. You can rap. That's it. I just rap. I don't nothing. I don't have no. I won't even pay for a SoundCloud account. Mm. The free version. That's it. <laughs> you can only get so far with that. Yeah. No skin in the game, man. And uh, it ultimately leaves you behind because you got to cut corners so much you can't gain no momentum. You know. There comes a point where you have to invest in your shit to get to the next level. Right. And every every endeavor I've ever been successful at, it's been that. You know where it's like. You show that you have talent. Mm-hmm. People around you see your talent. And then at that point, you have to decide. Do I believe in myself enough to take this to the next level? Yeah. If the answer is yes, you should absolutely start investing in yourself, your skills, your talent, your tools to get to the next level. Yeah, you take more <clears throat> you take more care of something. And you care about the completion of something when you have money and time. And everything invested in it like it's just like with you know kids living at home as opposed to when they get their own spot you know, you know something about I mean? that you know a little yeah I know, I know something about that <laughs> you know they will they will slam your cabinets they will leave your lights on <laughs> right right you know what i'm saying because they ain't paying no bills yeah, but when they get their own room. stuff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. oh could you turn that light off when you leave the room <laughs> right 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 think what <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't slam that cabinet like that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Hey, why you slamming my car door like that? Oh, you used to slam my car doors all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's real. But when you have that investment, you care more about something. You want to make sure that it's taken care of and you want to make sure that people will see your art, you know, when it's when it's when it's done and when it's ready because you've put time and money in it. You have something invested. So it, it, it means something to you. Yeah, yeah, that's real. So, yeah, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to absolutely own. The first is the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And the second is the social media cheat code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 traits of successful hip hop artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop, along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast the 10 traits of successful hip-hop is for you second book is the social media cheat code that is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media it's not for super experienced people it's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need so what we did is i broke down like 
12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support. And uh, back to the show. <sighs> All right, folks, we're back. Super duty, tough work. We're talking about why albums don't get finished this week. Myself, Logic, breaking down some points. I hope you are at home and maybe some of these bullet points is hitting you. Mm-hmm. If they ain't hit you yet, don't worry. Yeah. We got more in the chamber. Number four reason albums don't get finished. Nothing to prove. This is something that is controversial with a lot of artists. A lot of artists operate uh, under the, the I'm just doing this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care what people think. I don't care how it turns out. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything is wrong about that inherently. There's times when I operate like that, but my upbringing, especially as it relates to like sports and competitiveness, has made me competitive at every fucking thing I do. Yeah. There's and, and even if it's not competitive with other people, I'm competing against me. I always have something to prove to myself when it comes to music, small or little. You know, whether it's a time thing, whether it's a, a new style I'm trying, whether it's a production thing, whether it's a vocal thing, whether it's uh, impact. Whether it's money, there's always something to prove. And I always need something to prove so I can go harder. Mm-hmm. So I can see how I measured up against what it is that I felt I needed to prove to myself. What I see with some people with their albums they don't really have that hunger like they have something to prove. Yeah. And I don't, not, not, it ain't got to be to nobody else, to yourself. You need to be looking at yourself like, I need to prove to myself that I can finish this fucking album. I need to prove to myself that I'm not just, you know, a person who hasn't lived up to their potential. I need to prove to myself that I, I have the potential that I believe I do. Mm-hmm. I think that's what gets albums finished. I think this one is, is uh, it can be looked at in a few different ways. Yeah. Um, I think with the whole nothing to prove thing, I think you need to earn the right to be in a position where you don't feel like you have anything. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, did Nas have to do the King Disease albums? No. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he got to a place where he's, he even said it. Like, I'm having fun with this again. Mm-hmm. You know, because he had nothing to prove. There was no pressure. There was no, you got to sell this many records. Or people ain't going to know who you are kind of, you know, yeah. deal that it is with a lot of new artists. When you get to a point where you've earned the right to just have fun, to just ex- to experiment, to not necessarily care what people think, you know, then you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I put out a lot of albums over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like. I need to make something that I necessarily care if y'all like or not anymore. You know what I'm saying? I hope you do. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm going to experiment. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to do some things I've never done before and see what happens. But I think I've earned the right to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If this is your first, second record, you know, where, you know, you ain't even got to the point where you got fans that are checking for you like that. Yeah. Then yeah, you got something to prove to you and to the industry, to everybody that you're a viable investment, that mm-hmm. people want to spend that $10 on your CD. You know, like you do have shit to prove. Mm. So you can't have that mindset if you ain't done nothing to earn it yet. People on the back. People in the back. I don't know if the joke is. Say that again. Say that again. Please. The last part. You can't have that mindset if you ain't earned it yet. You know, you gotta you gotta put some work in to to feel like you got nothing to prove. Bars. You gotta put some work in before that. Straight the fuck up. That's such an excellent point. Cause yeah, the nothing to prove, like you have something to prove until proven otherwise. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Like, until proven otherwise, you got everything to prove. Yeah. And that, you'll know when you ain't got nothing to prove, because motherfuckers will tell you, man, you ain't got nothing to prove, man. You just mm-hmm. adding on at this point of logic, man. We, yep. Hey, we'll go back and listen to your classic joints. Yeah. Like, your fans will tell you, you've proven your point. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to you whether you keep proving it. Mm-hmm. But they'll let you know. Yeah. A lot of people are acting like they got nothing to prove, and ain't nobody told them that... They don't have nothing to prove. <laughs> they ain't proved nothing. They, they ain't proved, proved nothing. nothing yet. <laughs> right. How do you not have nothing to prove when you ain't proved nothing? You ain't proved nothing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Shit don't work. You know? No, it don't work like that. It's like yeah. you jump into the last chapter of the book, man. You ain't wrote the rest of the book. You wrote the outro joint first. Like, <laughs> right. You wrote right. Your, your, your Thanksgiving, your, your, uh, what's it called? Your, when people be on the podium, your acceptance speech. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Wrote, you wrote your acceptance speech for an award you never won. Right. You know what I mean? Acting like you're proving it and you really haven't. You know, that's that's so real, though, man. So uh, for, for many of y'all, that's going to so there's, there's always somebody who who don't take this point the right way. They mm-hmm. always feel like, well, why I got to prove something to anybody? I'm just making art. Hey, you don't. Mm-hmm. But that's why your shit not done. Mm-hmm. That's why your shit not resonating the way. And don't listen to these motherfucking artists out here telling you that they don't like people who are already successful, telling you that they just having fun, telling you that they don't got nothing to prove and that you shouldn't. Nah, nah, nah. If you talk to the fools quietly on the low, they're going to be like, oh, nah, with that one, I had something to prove. I was trying to prove X, Y and Z. I had this to do. I knew that I was up against this. My back was against. They're going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Don't fall into these these. I ain't got nothing to prove mentalities from people who've already proven their shit. Right. You know, that's number four. Number five reason albums don't get finished. And this is one that I've seen many, 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 many artists fall into and they don't even know it It is chasing gear. (laughs) Number five, man, chasing gear. There are so many artists, especially once you start getting into the production side of this shit. Yeah. Guys who they they know how to make beats. And then they start falling into this thing where they start learning about all this gear, whether it's, you know, old analog outboard gear, all this shit. And they start chasing gear or they go the other way and they start chasing the latest plugins and the latest. This is either chase the oldest shit or they chase the newest shit. But what they what happens is they start focusing almost more on gear than on output. You know what I mean? They start and why they go through these things, they have no output. They're not putting anything out. They're just 
collecting gear, showing pictures of their lab. You know, you'll see them make a pose. Hey, I just got this. But ain't shit coming out. They started chasing gear. And the more you chase gear, the harder it is to get a record done. Because every time you get a new piece of gear, your workflow got to change. Yeah. Some of the guys who have the highest output in music don't look at uh, like anything about them or the style. Look at what gear they use. Look how many times they've made albums, beats, songs using the same gear, same software, same MIDI controller. If they feel, you know, crazy, they'll change up the MIDI controller. I went from a 16 key to the 64 key. That don't count. Right. That don't count. Yeah, especially it's the same brand. Same you know brand. I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. You know what Me I mean? Too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I had the the sixteen key Akai joint. I had to go up mm. to the sixty four joint. You just with, yeah. the, with the weighted keys, just like it get a little freakier with the right, chords. Right. You know, same workflow though. Same workflow. Nothing changes. Yeah. yeah. What you find is like the guys who got the same workflow seem to have the highest output, right. and that's because they're not chasing gear. Mm-hmm. Once you fall into this chasing gear thing. You're, you're putting yourself at the mercy of trying to create a brand new workflow for every single piece of gear you got. And you're trying to integrate it into what you already got. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I ain't saying. Don't buy new gear. What I'm saying is don't be the guy who's constantly chasing old gear or who's constantly chasing a bunch of new gear at the expense of making music. Mm-hmm. Because you have people who are able to do this. But what you see, what you find out is like. The people who can do it are the people who already have their production flow down pat. Right. You know how to make music, period. Mm -hmm. You know how to put music out, period. And all you do is you add a new piece of gear to your existing workflow. Mm -hmm. That's the way you do it. You don't sit here buying a bunch of shit and you ain't figured out how to put out an album yet. man. Or you ain't figured out how it's going to integrate into your current workflow. A lot of people that buy new gear and that do it the right way do their research. They mm-hmm. damn near understand how they're going to integrate it before they purchase it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? They understand what new features that it's going to add to what they already do before they even put the money down. Mm-hmm. And when you start chasing gear, when you buy new gear, it takes away from your process because you have to take, you know, if you if you really care, you have to take at least a couple months to learn at least the basics of the new thing. Facts. You know, and if you haven't done your research, then again, like you said, you got to learn how to integrate it into your current workflow or switch your workflow up altogether because it doesn't integrate with what you already do. Hello. You know, so that's a that's a difficult one because I'm I'm more of the gear chaser when I'm not working on anything. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm not working on nothing. All right. Now I can buy a new you get a new plug in and, you know, see what it does. Get a new MIDI controller. You know, that's a different brand and learn how it works because I ain't working on nothing. And maybe that'll help me with Mm -hmm. what I'm working on in the future. But in the midst of working on shit, you never buy new gear because that Mm -hmm. just interrupts everything. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. Well said. That's number five. Number six reason albums don't get finished. And this goes along with number five. Number six reason is chasing what's hot. Hmm. This one is kind of like being a gear chaser, but instead of chasing gear, you're chasing whatever cats have decided is the hot new thing. Yeah. There's so many producers and stuff and artists we see who we know they're constantly working on music. We know that they're prolific, 
but nothing comes out because they always feel like what they just did is old mm -hmm. by the time they get ready for it to come out. Yep. And the, the truth of the matter is that if you're always chasing what's hot, of course it's going to be old by the time it comes out because you're chasing what's right now. Mm -hmm. And what's right now is always chasing. The yeah. better approach to me is, is like, don't chase what's hot. Chase what will always be hot. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, figure out, like, okay, what is, what always works? Mm -hmm. What's always good? Let me get good at that. Let me get good at creating that because if you continue to chase what's hot, oh, this producer started using this. Oh, well, they said this program is hot. Well, they said now this style is hot. So now I got to have beats in that style and I ain't got none of those on my album. So I'm going to push my album back so I make a few of those. Then you make mm -hmm. those and then you put those on your album. And all of a sudden, six months, a year later, that style it didn't even stick around. Right. You chasing what's hot and now your album just is, is all over the place. And in a year from then, you got a bunch of songs that ain't connected. You didn't chase what's always hot, what's always dope in music, and now you don't even feel good about releasing your record. Yeah, I've heard uh, I've heard a lot of producers these days that never did it before, but you know, making beats with no drums. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. you know, or even catch that rap and produce. You know, doing that. Everybody don't sound good on no. beats with no drums. No, no. Everybody no, no. don't have the rhythm, the rhythmic. You know, the uh, the rhythmic internal whatever it is mm -hmm. that that works with that yeah. everybody can't do that yeah you know and i've just i've just seen it over the last couple of years yeah and i mean it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of sad to see sometimes it is like like rock marciano made cats rhyme without drums and then mm -hmm. rock marciano started rhyming the drums now what they gonna do yeah mm -hmm. he rhyming the drums again yeah. <laughs> all the people follow him now they gotta chase what he do okay now we gonna go back to rhyming over drums again yeah. Then okay, what if he's doing something different? What if he just start rhyming over strings with no fucking nothing? Y'all yeah. gonna start doing that? Mm -hmm. Then by the time he stopped doing that, you got ten songs like that, and now they sound old because he done went somewhere else. Yeah. It's like you you can't chase like that and finish work that's gonna always stand the test of time. Chase what's always dope, and then dance around within that. And then maybe you have a song that ain't got no drums, but it don't sound like it's copying the guy. Who's, right. you know what I'm saying, made that popular. You're just going where the music goes, and that piece of music would have always been dope no matter when it came out. Right. You know? But yeah, that's number six. Number seven, reason. Albums don't come out wearing too many hats. I this is. To this. <laughs> wearing too many hats. This is when you don't really have a team. And you may not have a choice in some of these things, but this is when you are involved in every aspect of your album. Yeah. You make every beat. You mix every beat. You record the vocals. You mix all the vocals. You want to master the album. You want to sequence the album. You want to send the album out. You want to do your artwork. You want to do your, you know what I'm saying? You want to make all your flyers. You make mm -hmm. all your flyers. You want to make all your posters. You want to make all your promo items. You want to do all the, pro you got to, you want to book all your shows. You want to book all your publicity. You want to do every fucking thing. Partly because you think you have to. You want to do all your social media. And what happens is that you're wearing too many hats. 
it gets to the point to where you're doing so much other stuff that you can't focus on the music. Once you start focusing on the music, it's not fun no more. Right. All of this shit involving music and it's it's only fun as long as we can keep our focus primarily on the music. Once you're once music becomes secondary to content creation or 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 promotion or all these things and and the music is an afterthought because we have all these other jobs it becomes incredibly difficult to finish projects. Yeah. I think it's I think it's one of those things where it's another thing where you have to you have to plan as much as possible. Um cuz I think the thing that <clears throat> cuz autopilot was this for me. Like I wore every hat, I did the artwork you know, basically, I didn't do the layout, but I took the picture, I did the setup, I did the all the promo, I did all that stuff, but the music was done. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The music had been done, and I had been planning all of this shit for a year, mm-hmm. you know, or more. So I kind of, and, you know, I've been putting albums out for a pretty long time, so I knew what it took yeah. to do all of this stuff. So I knew I had to, you know, have like a year, two-year plan to do that. A lot of people, they just go into it blindly thinking that it's easy. Mm-hmm. And when you when you do it like that, then you ain't no, gonna never get shit out because then you're learning processes. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't never done album artwork before, so you're trying to figure it out. The shit don't look like you want it to look. You know, mm-hmm. like it's a lot of things that go along with doing this and wearing so many hats. And if you're not ready to do that, then you're never gonna put anything out because you'll never at least either be satisfied. Or have enough time to learn everything you need to learn in order to make it successful. Facts. Facts. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, you know, we're, we're in this lane where it's like, you have to do more than just rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At some point. And, and I always look at it like, you have to wear a lot of hats until you find other people to wear some of these hats. Yep. While you're doing these jobs, and you should be learning some of these things um, so that you can learn the process. Mm-hmm. Because if you haven't been through trying to make a flyer and seeing that you suck at making flyers, you're not going to appreciate or understand why you need to hire somebody to make your flyers. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do certain mastering. You got to fuck up some songs where you say, mm-hmm. you know what, man, I shouldn't be doing my own master. Yep. I'm going to just mix. I'm going to give it to them to master. Yep. You know, or I just don't, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. I don't feel like it because I want to stay focused on X, Y, and Z. We have to go through these processes of, of doing these things, but it's not supposed to be permanent. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a temporary thing, and we should always be looking for ways to, to bring other people in so that we don't have to continually, continuously try to do everything ourselves, because that's not sustainable to me. No, not at all. And, but, and the, thing, the good thing about wearing a lot of hats, too, is that once you get to a point where you can hire somebody, then you understand what you want. Yes. And you have an idea of what it takes to get to that point, even though you're not a, you're not as proficient as this person you may hire. You have an idea. You can speak the language. Yes. You know, if the mix is off, you know, when the mix is off because you've mixed before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It may not you may not have been able to get it to where you want it, but you know how to speak the language and tell them, you know, this need to come down to DB. I think the vocals are too hot. You know yep. what I'm saying? So on and so forth. You understand how to speak the language of a videographer. You know, yes. when you got to hire somebody to shoot a video and you know what things are supposed to look like and what you want, you can give better direction. Those mm-hmm. are the kind of things that you learn when you have to wear a lot of hats. But if yes. you do it for too long, you can burn yourself out. 
That's the issue. That's the issue. Because, yeah, I'm not telling somebody to not learn other things. Because, look, people will look at me and say, Prince, you do this, you do that, you do all these other things. Mm-hmm. But but me doing all these things is not supposed to be a permanent thing. I, I do hire others. I do hire graphic designers. I do hire videographers for my shit. I do hire, you know, publicists. And, and I've done that because I know I do have a booking agent. Right? Because I know that I've done all those things before at the same time. And at the end, I end up taking a year, two years off music every time I do it. Because I'm just like, yeah, too much. Finna, I ain't finna do that again. <laughs> yeah, too much. it's a lot, man. A lot of fucking work. Yeah, yeah. So that's number seven. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. Break. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, But in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. That's Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. All right, folks, we're back. Super Duty Tough Work. This week we're talking about why albums don't get finished. Why you artists not finishing your records? We know. We know. We get it. Mm-hmm. You know, we getting into it today. So, you know, a lot of bullet points. I know some of y'all at home getting grazed right now. Like, oh, snap. It was real close. Mm-hmm. He got me with that one. We got three more left. Number eight reason albums do not get finished is no control or ownership. This was kind of the opposite of the last couple bullet points. You, on one side, you have people who have so much control. They're involved in so many aspects of their album that it kind of burns them out. This is the opposite extreme. This is when you take a passive approach to everything related to your music. You have no control over your art. You just you ain't even tell nobody what you wanted. Hey, I need a cover. You ain't give them no direction. You have no control over the recording process. You just, when you feel like it, when somebody else who's doing you a favor Mm -hmm. feels like letting you come record at their spot, you get to record. You don't get to wake up and say, I'm about to record all day. You don't get to say, oh, I ain't got to work Saturday. I'm going to just make music all day, Mm -hmm. all night. Sunday, same thing. Go back to work. You can't say that because you don't have no ownership over any aspect of the music creation process. You don't have no software to record your vocals. You don't have a laptop or a desktop. You don't own a mic. You don't own no production gear. You don't have nowhere. And everywhere you go to get these things that are critical to creating and finishing an album, you have to depend on somebody else who you have not hired or paid properly. You are just an artist in the true sense of it. And you don't even have like agreements with these people 
It's not a partnership. Right? Like if you got a partnership with a producer, you let them handle the production and you just write. Right. A lot of these people, you don't even want to have these kind of reciprocal relationships with people that allow you to have some stake in it, to have a, a relationship that gets things done. Yeah. You just going with the flow. No attempt to own or control nothing. Wondering why your record ain't done. That's a problem. Yeah. And when you go, when you just going with the flow like that, you not people's priority. They don't no. see no potential in what you're doing because you, again, you don't necessarily show that you care. Yep. You know, this is part of the reason why I initially started recording myself before I even started producing. Yeah. I had a mic. I had some a DAW just so I could record myself because yep. I was tired of waiting on other people and not getting stuff done. It wasn't that people were neglecting me or anything like that, but yep. people had their own lives. You know what I'm saying? You got to yep. go to somebody else's crib or somebody else's space to record. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, got an emergency, if they got kids, if they got whatever come up, then you can't do that. You know, I didn't want to have my shit in other people's hands. Yeah. You know, I wanted to record when I wanted to record. And that way I could at least have that part of the process done. Yeah. Some people don't even care enough, you know, to get a, there's free D there's free dolls out there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You get a free doll, 99, you know, a $99 mic, $99 interface. Yep. You cook it. You, get on YouTube. Yep. Learn how yep. to do it. Yep. You cooking. You know, yep. less than $300, you you good. You know what yep. I'm saying? You got a laptop anyway. Most people do. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. you, you can get, record you on get, your tablet, you record yep. on your phone. Yep. Like in 2000 and fucking 23, there should be no excuse for you to have no control none of, over none no all. aspect of recording. Yeah, none at all. Like you, you should, know. you can record demos on your damn phone. Mm-hmm. You know, like you use your phone for everything else. Yeah. Sitting there with all this, 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 you know, this memory on it, do something with it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, these people, I don't think they even realize that their passive approach is the reason that nothing gets done. Yeah. They're always blaming somebody else too. Well, well, if he was all, if, if he was ready, you know what I'm saying? If he, he, he ain't never at the studio no more, mm-hmm. you know, it's always, always somebody else's fault. Yeah. 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 You know, I was working with them, but you know, I just wasn't a priority over there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you wasn't doing nothing. You was waiting on them. Mm-hmm. Make yourself a priority. Choose yourself. Take some control, take some ownership, and I bet you things change. Yeah, definitely. So that's number eight. Number nine reason albums don't get finished getting ahead of yourself. Mm. This is one, this is not as common as the others, but I've definitely seen it where people talk themselves into not finishing music because they're already so preoccupied and worried about what's going to happen a year down the line. Mm hmm. I don't want to finish this record because if I finish this record, I'm going to blow up. And then if I blow up, I'm going to have to make a choice between my job and <laughs> how you get all the way over there. Hey, man, you don't have a record yet. No one knows you. Yeah. You have zero followers on social media. What you talk about when I blow up, I'm a, I got, I don't want to blow up. So I ain't going to finish the record. Mm-hmm. You don't get the fuck up out of here with that. What's wrong with you? Yeah. People be talking like that. They have this inner dialogue that they put the cart before the horse in every aspect of making music. They're they're not in the moment. Making music should be about making your music, finishing your music. Don't concern yourself with the promotion or the reception of that music while you're making that music. Because all you're going to do is 
walk through a million scenarios in your head that ain't happened yet and may not happen to you. Yeah. And then you put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know, you freak yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it can, it can be, um, be crippling, you know, sometimes yeah. when you do that. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the artists who, who have said, I don't want to make music like that because I might not be able to perform it. Mm-hmm. It might be too tough to perform instead of yeah. making the music, seeing if people like it and seeing if you even get booked to perform it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. You can figure that out later. You yeah. Know worry I mean? about that later. Yeah. Uh, you know, so what? You might need some background singers. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You ain't got booked yet. Make the album. Then let that part take care of itself because one thing I know is when when people is paying people, they can afford to bring some people on stage to make the experience. Right. When you get money and people want to see you play, you can bring anybody on stage. Oh, I need a guitarist. You can hire a guitarist. You can do whatever you want to do if the demand is there, but you don't know if the demand is there if you ain't finished the record. You're getting ahead of yourself. Focus on the music first and all the other stuff from promo to live shows to the budget to, to labels and all this stuff. People don't want to make albums so they, hey, I got this record I'm working on, but I need to know if such and such labels interested. Shut up. Yeah. Make your album. Fuck that label. Make your album. Be great. They'll I mean, find the most, you. Yeah, most labels probably won't even fuck with you till the album's done anyway. Hello. Like, people think it's still the demo stage. This ain't the demo era. Nah. This is this is the oh they already got a million followers on social media without us yeah we'll throw them a deal mm-hmm. that's how people get signed they're looking at your metrics you sitting there thinking I ain't gonna start on social media till I get my album done right. there you go again getting ahead of yourself <laughs> getting ahead of yourself talking yourself out of everything nah I don't want to play no shows until you know I get this many followers. Mm-hmm. getting ahead of yourself you know focus on the music everything else will work yourself out in due time that's number nine last joint last bullet point of the evening and this one is this is me all day this is me all day the tenth reason albums don't get finished is real life events I had to save this one for last because this one here hopes are close to home. Mm-hmm. You know. For the first time in 20 years. I got a job. Yeah. And uh, it's had an incredible impact on my output. Because I work 70 hours a week. For the last year. And for the first time. I ain't had the time. Yeah. Like when you got one hour a night. To do everything you got to do in real life. And music. It's very tough. You know, you know, we recording right now. This is a Sunday. We ain't really ever recorded on Sundays like this. Yeah, we don't do Sundays hardly ever. Nah, because I'm always driving Sunday evenings, you know. But, you know, that, sh- that will be changing in a couple weeks to where I'll be on a regular shift and, uh, you know, day shift. And, and we'll have a lot more time. So we'll get back to doing our regular thing and even more. But I get it. And I'm just talking about a job. There are people out there who have a lot more going on in jobs. You have families, spouses, you have children, you have community things you're involved in. You have, you know what I'm saying? Some school, some people have, people have all kinds of things that they're involved in 
You may have a death in the family. You may be dealing with some mental health issues, some physical complications. Like real life happens. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when real life happens, music's the last thing you're thinking about. Yep. And that's perfectly fine. That's the way it fucking should be. And when those things happen, just don't don't even think about music. Only use music in the sense of I can use this in a therapeutic sense. Mm-hmm. I should create just so I have a way to express what I'm going through. Because that is healthy. Yeah. But don't look at music in a sense of I have to be doing X, Y, and Z in addition to all these real life things I'm trying to balance. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, this one is one you just don't have control over necessarily. Mm-mm. Um, you know, when, when life happens, life happens. And like you said, music is a lot of times the last thing you think about. The only thing I would say with, you know, real life stuff is if you are working on something, if you're in the process of something and something does go down, you know, make sure that you don't give up, you know, because this, if this is something that you love and something that you really want to do and feel you've been called to do, you know, real life does happen, but don't allow it to completely, you know muffle your flame yeah and not go back to it not continue it not pick that instrument back up and start working on it again when you do have the time and when you do you know deal with what you have to deal with don't allow it to completely overshadow everything forever you know but take the time you need but don't you know like you said use it as therapy make sure that you go back to it because if it's something you love it'll help you more than it will hinder you yes I agree. Well said. Um, I would like people to really understand that like this art thing, as much as uh, we get from it, we give to it, we get from it. You know, it's a Mm -hmm. reciprocal relationship. And sometimes we forget how much we get from it that you can't put a a dollar amount on. There's been so many days in this last year. and It's been like a, a tough year in terms of me just like dropping everything and, and getting back on my feet after this post COVID shit, uh, you know, shut up, shut music down for two years. It's like one thing I realized was just how blessed I am to even have music. Yeah. I talked to other coworkers and other people. They don't have nothing to dive into, to escape into, to develop, to, to dream about, to look forward to like I have music. There's been times where I've been in the exact same situation as another driver. Maybe I'm sitting in a dock and people are bullshitting me. I get there on time and they're like, nah, we, you got to wait because X, Y, and Z. And I'm salty because I know they fucking with me and I got to sit there for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I now because I got to sit there for two hours, you know, I can't get home that night. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys get mad, pissed off over these situations. They fuck you up. Me, because I have music, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just make a, a beat. Mm-hmm. let me just pull out my MIDI controller. Let me pull out my laptop. I'm prepared for these things. Let me pull out this book I need to read that helps turn me into, you know, teaches me about this process or this production shit or inspires me. Music is a blessing, man. Yeah. Your art is a blessing. And that's probably the biggest thing I learned in the last year is that you don't know how much you need it just in an emotional sense. You know what I'm saying? Until you can't do it. Mm-hmm. or to you in an environment where other people don't have it and they don't have this thing to help them get through these tough situations so when you're going through these tough situations don't look at music as like you know what it takes from you yeah. look at it 
yeah, the burden of music, the burden of making this. I got to drop this. It's so heavy. Look at it in terms of what it can give you. What? Because you will need it. You will need something when real life situations happen. You may not know now. Trust me, music done got me through so many tough moments of my life. Um, been there when a lot of motherfuckers ain't been there. And like you said, you can drop it now. But don't look at it as permanent because doing what you love and being involved in something that inspires you and helps you escape the, the, the hardest parts of life is very, very important. And that's it. Sweet. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> Let me read these joints back. Why albums don't get finished. Number one, no songwriting process. Number two, no deadline. Number three, no skin in a game. Number four, nothing to prove. Number five, chasing gear. Number six, chasing what's hot. Number seven, wearing too many hats. Number eight, no ownership or control. Number nine, getting ahead of yourself. And number 10, real life events. Bird. That's it for this week, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Got something out of it. Uh, I'm sure we did feels good just to talk about this stuff and so uh you know stay tuned and hopefully in the coming months we'll be coming at you a lot more regularly a lot more fly shit in store and uh we'll see y'all next week peace peace thank you for listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?